Welcome to the discussion, Enhancing the Work from Home Experience for Federal Employees, sponsored by Polly. Here's today's moderator, Scott Mossioni. Welcome and thanks for joining us. My guests today are Joe McReal, U.S. Federal Channel Business Manager at Poly, and Ed Roman, U.S. Federal SE Manager at Poly. Joe, Ed, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. I wanted to start off by asking about Poly. It may be a company that not a lot of people are exactly familiar with, but it's actually the merger of two different companies. So would you mind just, just filling us in a little bit about that? Sure. So Poly and Plantronics merged, and we've been a combined company for about a little over two and a half years now, I believe. So they both have a long history of audio innovations and providing uh, you know, customer challenges, addressing customer challenges with those audio innovations. And Polycom has a long history of providing video solutions, telephony solutions, uh, as well as content solutions for customers. And so the combined co um, companies actually really uh, marry very well together because what ends up happening is, is Previously, we only addressed as Polycom the office space and the uh, and the home user, but now with uh, and telephony, and now with the combined companies, we have the ability to provide an end-to-end -end solution from the office worker to the teleworker to the home user and to the mobility aspects as well, because Plantronics brings the headsets uh, and all the sensors and the capabilities that come with being a, a home user with headsets. And the the uh, company itself, you know, the two companies, they go back farther and, and have worked with the government for, for quite a while. Uh, you know, what's some of the history behind these, these companies uh, that we may be more familiar with? So as far as Plantronics is concerned, they have a very long history. Uh, NASA engaged Plantronics back in the 60s during the space race for developing the headset that would um, be more comfortable, lightweight, and, and, and have solid communications capabilities in space. So that's from the legacy of, of Plantronics. And then from Polycom, we've been around, you know, previously as other companies has, has picture tell, uh, we've been around for quite a long time as the video market has grown and evolved. We are mostly known for the uh, starfish type phone that's on the, on the conference room table and, and many, many millions of offices out there. Uh, and we also make video uh, systems for conference rooms. Um, we, in the federal government, we have a very large customer base and we enable the warfighter uh, for video communications and for audio as well. And we also provide secure communications to all the agencies in the federal government. And Joe, anything you want to add on that? No, I think Ed really touched on it very well. Great. Well, I think we'll, we'll move on a little bit toward, you know, what you're doing now. And right now we're in this pandemic situation where telecommunications is a lot more important than it used to be. So what are you hearing from your customers right now on the demands that they need and, and the sort of needs that they have in this COVID environment? Yeah, I know, you know Scott, we're seeing really, you know, three kind of obvious phases. Uh, one still somewhat still being determined, but the first is obviously pre-pandemic. Um, and in the pre-pandemic, we had agencies, government agencies that were that were all you know, very heavily moving towards cloud-based solutions for voice, video, and collaboration. And many of them had a two to three year migration plan to get that done. Then we had the pandemic, and now some of those two to three year migration plans have become compressed to two to three months, or two to three weeks in some cases. Um, and the main goal during the pandemic was maintaining business continuity. That was it. So, I mean, audio and video conferencing is at an all-time high. Agencies are finding they need to make sure their employees have the PCs, the peripherals like headsets, 
audio and video devices to be able to handle this increased demand. You know, the good news is productivity is running at an all-time high with a lot of agencies because folks are able to meet virtually more often with the removal of drive time and scheduling conference rooms, et cetera. You know, the bad news is these online meetings can really start to fatigue the end user. Um, and video is really no longer a nice to have when you're not all together. We're hearing that, you know, leaders want to see their staff. They want to maintain employee engagement, try to keep morale up during this dramatic shift. So the technology that's, that's being deployed, it has to be easy to use, it's got to be comfortable, and it has to be agnostic. And when I say agnostic to us, I mean, a lot of employees are jumping from a Zoom call to a Microsoft Teams call and then to a Google Meet. And while those are all very different platforms, the ability to join and participate in a meeting with high quality audio and video, that need has stayed consistent. And, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about the different features within these sorts of uh, programs. So, you know, some people may just want the video, as you said, but there's a lot of different ways that, that these different platforms allow people to collaborate. So, you know, how, how is Poly helping people collaborate uh, outside of video and making sure that those features uh, help make people more productive while they're at home? So Poly uh, and, and the combined company and capabilities that we bring to the table have actually been doing this for quite a while. Uh, we have software innovations in our products that do audio mitigation. So what's really important is when we're having meetings like how we're talking right now, it's really important that the audio is very crystal clear, but also with this new world order and pandemic and increase of teleworkers, you have children in the background, you have the doorbell rings, you have the lawnmower landscaping, you have all these things that happen that increase the noise floor. And so the headsets abilities to filter out those noise and keep the continuity of the meeting fluid is really important because at the end of the day, what you want to do is you want to accomplish the same thing as a face-to-face -face meeting, and you want to make sure that the technology remains as transparent as possible. Now, from the poly video side of the business, we also do that same type of automation with video. So some customer challenges that we've developed around were uh, establishing eye contact. A lot of people have issues with staring into a camera. So we just made the software innovation in the product to have the camera look at you instead and really bring that natural eye contact. That's one less thing that you need to be concerned with when you're trying to have a productive meeting and have a conversation. And most importantly, it's really to minimize distractions. Well, we're going to take a quick break. My guests today are Joe McGreal, U.S. Federal Channel Business Manager at Poly, and Ed Roman, U.S. Federal SE Manager at Poly. I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni, on the discussion Enhancing the Work from Home Experience for Federal Employees, sponsored by Poly on Federal News Network. For the foreseeable future, where and how we work will continue to change. What will not change is our need for human connection. Poly, the global communication leader, enables government employees to have as much impact from their kitchen table as from their desks in the office. Poly's full suite of collaboration tools keep communication consistent and makes it easy to collaborate without barriers. Elevate the experience of Microsoft Teams and Zoom seamlessly every time. Visit poly.com slash discussion Enhancing the work from home experience for federal employees sponsored by Poly on Federal News Network. My guests today are Joe McGreal, U.S. Federal Channel Business Manager at Poly, and Ed Roman, U.S. Federal SE Manager at Poly. I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni. And Joe and Ed, we were talking about, you know, the 
the work from home environment that we're dealing with right now. Everyone is familiar with Zoom. Everyone's familiar with Microsoft Teams and all those other platforms. How does Poly fit in with those, um, you know, sort of ubiquitous at this point apps? Oh, sure. So um, I think what's happened is that in obviously everyone's experiencing the same thing in the past six months is that there's been a big shift. And with that shift comes a little bit of a shock factor when you're all of a sudden having to work from home with the tools that you normally would use in the office. And so what happens is, is uh, there's a, been an exponential adoption of Zoom for video collaboration and content, as well as with Teams. And um, Poly has had a long history with Microsoft, all the way back to live meeting server, and it really having this what we call like a native interoperability solution with, uh, with that platform. Now, we had been working with Zoom and Microsoft over the past year, coincidentally, with what has happened with COVID. The timeliness of that was actually, you know, was very um, well suited for being able to support the needs of the federal government as they started to shift to home use. And so what happened was uh, users came home, had their laptop, and initially, oh, this is different, and they got used to it. And then they started not really getting used to it. They started to realize things like, you know, the laptop I was issued three years ago, the camera is kind of not that good, or the audio on my laptop speakers are not that good. So I need to get some other speakers or, you know, I need to maybe get a headset. And so what's ended up happening is that for us, we've been developing native interoperability on these call control platforms so that our headsets work and can incite or invoke a team's call so that our endpoints can speak natively in that communications language and so that the user experience is transparent in that the user interface is very familiar and similar to what they're used to seeing perhaps on a PC or on another device. And so that really helps enable the new teleworker and helps them embrace these tools because it makes it very easy for them to use and to be comfortable as well because we make our, our headsets very comfortable because you have to wear them for a long time. They have to have longevity, they have to have battery life. So these are all things that, you know, as Poly, we think of well ahead of time, and we're just very sensitive to addressing customer challenges and trying to make your home work life as simple as it was when you were working in the office. So it sounds like your goal is to almost have people realize that you're not there. It's, uh, you know, you kind of want to be an invisible uh, facilitator in a way. I think across the industry, the goal is technology transparency and just enabling communications, right? As if you were there. I think definitely, Scott. And, you know, I wanted to ask, as COVID really started in the beginning, there was this huge demand for, for telecommunications, as we were saying. You know, how did you deal with that influx of demand and how did the infrastructure deal with this? How did the government uh, deal with it? And um, you know, what were some of the repercussions and, and where are we now with that? You know, are we still sort of catching up? That's a great, great question because, you know, we're, we're very fortunate because both of the companies that, that, that created Poly, we have kind of had, have always had a relentless commitment to the end user experience. It's always been, you know, we've always focused on that your job is what you do, not where you are. You know, even before the pandemic, we've been very passionate about equipping the worker with devices, whether they're personal devices, video solutions, phones, et cetera, that make that transition from remote to the office, just as Ed mentioned earlier, seamless, consistent, and transparent. So I think, you know, that it has been for us uh, almost a rewarding experience to see that 
you know, these devices that sometimes as peripherals didn't always get a high priority on, you know, of importance. And now people are realizing, you know, if I'm going to spend six, seven hours a day going from meeting to meeting to meeting, I don't want to be retooling and rebooting and restarting depending on which meeting I'm going to. Um, And that's why we've always been, again, I mentioned that term earlier, agnostic. We really look at what's out there and how can we best support it so that your experience in any of these meetings is of excellent quality, but is also just ease of use for you and something that you can, you know, take this same environment and drop it back in an office environment, however that may look, and still have the same tools available to you for those meetings. So speaking of that ease of use and the transparency, something that we don't think about is, you know, if someone could be in here listening to our conversation and we don't know about it, uh, you know, that, that's a transparency that we don't want. Um, you know, how, how can you ensure the security of, of these sorts of, of, of proprietary information and all the sorts of things that everyone thinks that they're doing in private um, through telecommunications? So... When it comes to security, it's a very sensitive point for us. We um, have a very much a big focus on the DoD market as far as encryption is concerned. So a lot of our all of our video products support you know government you know federal grade encryption standards, so that when you have calls, you'll see a lock indication on a video call to know that this is actually an encrypted call. And we've been doing that for you know feels like since the beginning of time, but we've been doing that for for a very very long time. Um, and so we also have that capability of encryption on our decked headsets as well. So, you know, a lot of people don't, can't appreciate the breadth of headset capabilities and types of users when it comes to headsets. There's mobile users, there's people that are going to be, you know, switching many devices and they're going to need to switch between a phone and a laptop and a PC and an end system, and they still need to be able to have that fluid interconnectivity. So we have those in our devices, and then in our deck devices, we have enhanced encryption when you actually need to get further away from perhaps your PC, and you want to still be able to have that secure communication. So they're designed for different environments, but security is always top of mind when it comes to our products. And then we also have a bridging infrastructure that also provides uh, encryption. So you're saying there's there's security from the earphone to the computer and then also from the computer to wherever you're you're broadcasting to or, or talking to. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. So when we supplement a different call control platform like perhaps Zoom or Teams, you know, the encryption is standard is going to be based on what they provide across the cloud. But when you're having like you know, point-to-point communications, you could have encrypted communications with Poly. Or if you're having uh, what's called standard-based 323 or SIP-based communications on a uh, standard-based infrastructure, then we can provide that um, security as well. And we're going to take one more break. My guests today are Joe McReal, U.S. Federal Channel Business Manager at Poly, and Ed Roman, U.S. Federal SE Manager at Poly. I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni, on the discussion, Enhancing the Work from Home Experience for Federal Employees, sponsored by Polly on Federal News Network. For the foreseeable future, where and how we work will continue to change. What will not change is our need for human connection. Polly, the global communication leader, enables government employees to have as much impact from their kitchen table as from their desks in the office. 
Poly's full suite of collaboration tools keep communication consistent and makes it easy to collaborate without barriers. Elevate the experience of Microsoft Teams and Zoom seamlessly every time. Visit poly.com Welcome back to the federal. discussion, Enhancing the Work from Home Experience for Federal Employees, sponsored by Poly on Federal News Network. My guests today are Joe McReal, U.S. Federal Channel Business Manager at Poly, and Ed Roman, U.S. Federal SE Manager at Poly. So we're talking about how people are getting, you know, they're working from home at this point, but some people are starting to go back. You have some weeks that are on, some weeks that are off, some people that are trying to just jump in the office, you know, every couple of days or so if they can. How are you working that experience and maybe making that a little bit easier for people? You know, they might have to do something in their car or, you know, anywhere else in the world as well. I think, I think what's happened, Scott, is that, you know, we've all been impressed with a drastic change. And you know, a lot of, lot of workers have not had to do this type of work in the past, but I think the world's changing as well. So when they go back to the office, they're gonna be empowered with a knowledge and a um, experience of using tools perhaps they may not have been using before. And I think they'll continue to use those tools. And if the office environment isn't conducive to that, then you know, maybe they will also shift to being part-time telework. I don't think that everyone is going back to the office. I think that we don't know for certain what will happen, but what we do know is that it will be different. And the tools that they've used at home will convey in the office environment. And if they don't, I think that the user base, the customer base will start to ask for those tools because they become accustomed to that because it's made their life simpler, more easier. Think about cube worlds, right? Office environments that have cubes with noisy backgrounds. Maybe in the past, you know, those home, when they went to home, home use and started using headsets, uh, they got accustomed to it. Maybe they didn't use them in the other environments. And now they're like, you know what? Actually, this, is, this makes more sense for me to use this now because now I really can hear everyone and it's filtering out the background noise and providing uh, you know, acoustic fence of sorts or some sort of like, you know, noise mitigation that, that maybe they hadn't experienced before. So I think, I think we're going to see a lot of shifts and changes, but we're going to see also probably an increased amount of um, new telework initiatives happening across the federal government for home use, continual home use. And that, that sort of goes into the question that I wanted to ask next, which was, you know, is our world ever going to be the same? And I'm not talking from the, the standpoint of the coronavirus, but from the standpoint of people, we, we did this great experiment of, can we work from home? And the answer is, is really, yes, we can. And then we can only get better from now. We don't have to do it in the sense of an emergency. So, uh, you know, what, what might we see in the future from telework? I think there's been a lot of, I think right now we're in a big discovery mode. There's a big learning going on across the industry, across the world. And what they're learning is understanding productivity understanding the benefit of working from home and also cost savings and, and um, work, work life balance as well. Right. And there's a lot of that. And as, as Polly, you know, Joe and I've been doing this for, for many years, so we can appreciate the value behind that. I think now I mean, a lot of people can start to appreciate the value of that. There's also cost savings that can convey from actual budgets being associated to, you know, to uh, office locations and whether or not you actually need to have those sized environments. And then also, I think what you can expect to see is resizing of environments to support the world that's changed as it is with COVID. So your traditional conference room that might have had uh, uh, 20 people or 15 people, that might be downgraded to, that's just a six-room environment now. And maybe personal office spaces become smaller or people start to do, you know, hybrid-type working where, 
you know, they go to the office some days and some days they work from home, whereas in the past they always went to the office. A little bit more of a nomadic approach to, to working. As long as your productivity levels maintain at a high level and there's cost savings and benefits and people are happy, I think you know, overall we're going we're gonna to see that type of a shift across the board. So one of the things that I think people get really tired of is really just being on Zoom calls all the time. Sometimes you're sitting there listening to someone for a half an hour, an hour, you have 29 other people who are there, um, you know, just kind of sitting there looking in other directions and things like that. So, you know, how do you uh, kind of keep yourself fresh, keep, make sure that you're still paying attention and um, making sure that you're not getting too fatigued in this new world? I think in, in, in sometimes, some cases, Scott, you know, there's, there's only so much technology can do for a, for a boring meeting. Right. So, <laughs> so I think, you know, for one, for people that are hosting meetings, I mean, you know, you don't want to have a meeting for the sake of having a meeting. I think, you know, from a, from kind of an etiquette standpoint, you want to make sure that you've got the right people attending, the, the people that absolutely are essential to the meeting that are contributing members that you need input from. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe that only means that there's 12 people instead of, you know, 18 or something, you know, just judging, judging based on what's the content, what's the subject matter, who do we really need on here? And then I think, you know, just you have to rethink how you plan and schedule and implement your meetings. I mean, I think agendas are more important than ever um, because, again, we don't want to sit and be reactive. We want people interactive in any meeting across any, you know, whether it's federal government or enterprise anywhere. Nobody wants to be on a, a non-productive meeting. Um, so I think the key, especially in a remote environment, is engagement. Employees need to be engaged. They need to be talking. They need to be conversing. And if the subject matter isn't relevant for them or they're not the right person for the meeting, I think those are things that have to be looked at as well as just, you know, planning them, keeping that regular cadence going with meetings. I think a lot of this is just good business practice to begin with, but I think people are realizing it now more than ever when they look at their calendars and they see that they're just going from one to the next, to the next, to the next that these are productive and they don't have to be. If we've got, you know, I've, we've had so, several ourselves internally where we booked it for an hour and we for, turned out we needed 32 minutes and we were done in 32 minutes and, and everybody moves on with their day. Um, I think those are just really good business meeting practices that people are taking a second look at now to make sure that they're making the most of their employees' time. Right. And, yeah, and I just got, I also, I also think that comfort and flexibility is important when it comes to, uh, being a teleworker. And I think a lot of people don't, don't know that until they experience it, right? So there's different types of teleworkers. There's ones that will have to be on video for every single call. There's ones that will only need to be on audio and perhaps just see content. And then there's ones that will just do the traditional conference bridging calls. That provides a lot of flexibility for that user. If you make sure your home office or your dedicated space is comfortable, that's to me probably one of the first things you should make sure of, right? You don't want to be hunched over an iPhone doing a video call. Yeah, then of course you're gonna get fatigued. That's, that's you know, aside from boring, that's uncomfortable, right? So, um, so being able to have that flexibility of like, my next call is an audio call and I'm gonna go walk the dog because I'm gonna go outside and get a little fresh air because I don't wanna be cooped up in this office all day. But my next call after that's a video call. So I'll make sure I'm back in time and I'll have my video call and I'll see my content and everything will be nice and fluid. So I think it's important to have that flexibility, that mobility and that comfort level to really be able to have engaging meetings. 
good tips for the months ahead. Joe, Ed, I, I really appreciate your time. It's been a really interesting conversation. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate it. Appreciate Thank you so it. much. Our guests today were Joe McReal, U.S. Federal Channel Business Manager at Poly, and Ed Roman, U.S. Federal SE Manager at Poly. I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni, and you're listening to Federal News Network. For more on this discussion, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Poly. Thank you for listening to the discussion, enhancing the work-from-home experience for federal employees, sponsored by Poly on Federal News Network.